0: Hi, I'm Rob Villeneuve, CEO of rebel.com and Startup Canada Fellow for Culture and Engagement. Corporate culture is about how it feels to be in your work environment, but never underestimate the value of spending time together outside the office too. The best teams are strong because they support each other to get the job done, and team building activities can be a great way to cultivate that type of environment. At Rebel, we like to step outside our comfort zones together, which has led us to do some really fun team activities. From curling to axe throwing and overnight trips at a ski resort to really simple in-office poker tournaments. Team building doesn't have to be expensive, but it does have to be considered in budgets and work plans. The key takeaway? Make sure a leader in your organization is in charge of making team building activities happen. They are worth the investment and are a great way to celebrate successes and show some appreciation for your employees.
1: Learn how to get the most of your payments through simple, safe, and smart card transactions. Visit MasterYourCard.org forward slash Canada for tips to master small business security. Master your card with MasterCard Canada.
2: Are you ready to plan for the future? Build the financial foundations for your business with Intuit QuickBooks Startup Foundations. Enroll in the online Startup Foundations Workshop and receive a free one-year subscription to Intuit QuickBooks Online. Visit bit.ly forward slash startup foundations that's BIT.ly dot L-Y forward slash startup foundations today to register for free enjoy the flexibility of working where when and how you need to without the worry of unexpected overage fees with roger's share everything for business plans this service includes flexible data that can be tailored to suit your needs Share talk, text, and data between teams and devices and put an end to your usage worries. To learn more, visit rogers.com forward slash share for biz That's forward slash share4biz.
1: Scotiabank understands what's involved when businesses first open their doors, and the support that's needed to keep them open. They are helping customers respond to the speed of business, making it easier for entrepreneurs to open their accounts and apply for business loans online in minutes. To learn more, visit scotiabank.com forward slash small business.
2: Disruption, investment, work-life balance. Delving deep on the topics that matter most for entrepreneurs. He's Rivers Corbett on the Startup Canada Podcast Network.
0: Welcome to the Startup Canada Podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. On this show, we connect you with the most innovative and entrepreneurial movers, shakers and change makers across the country. With day in the life stories and in their shoes experiences, we dive into the true grit of running startup and scale up companies. The Startup Canada podcast is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 2.3 million entrepreneurs. If you are a regular listener, welcome back. If you new to the program, don't forget to visit the iTunes store to subscribe and visit StartupCan.ca to connect with both your local startup community and to join Startup Canada to access training, resources and a peer network to grow your success. I am your host Rivers Corbett, founder and CEO of Coaching by Rockstars. Ever thought about a career as a business coach? Coaching by Rockstars teaches business coaches how to build a successful coaching business from scratch. Visit Coachingbyrockstars.com for more information. Okay, my friends, I am excited for this call because we're heading to Saskatchewan today. I love it. I always uh, I always love the, uh, I don't know why I think of it this way, but I think about, you know, the Maritimes and the Western provinces, uh, particularly Manitoba and Saskatchewan, as brother and sister relationships. So it's a cool, uh, cool to have our guest today. It's Riley Iverson. Riley is the co founder of Town Folio, which is a community profile network used by municipalities and businesses to access hard to find public data. Since its launch in 2016, Town Folio has hit the ground running. They now provide assistance to over 200 villages, towns, and cities across Canada, helping better connect people and businesses to public data and local opportunities. And while working full time and trying to launch a startup on the side, Riley was actually diagnosed with stage three blood cancer. And this experience rapidly changed his priorities. And six months after the diagnosis, he decided to abandon his paycheck and trade it for the roller coaster ride. I mean, that another roller coaster ride <laughs> that is a tech startup. Prior to the startup life, Riley spent the past five years working in startups and working with hundreds of entrepreneurs and small businesses. Today, we're talking to Riley about his strategies on how to be successful in today's entrepreneurial landscape, which includes personal journeys also. My friend, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Rivers. Uh, I'm super pumped to be here.
3: Totally agree with you on the prairies and maritimes, just all around good people. And uh, I've always had your podcast on my phone. And first thing I thought was like, this guy's got a super cool
0: name. He's just kind of
3: guy you just (laughs) want to chat with.
0: Well, you know, talk about super cool uh, uh, names and so on. Because I, when I looked at your name, I love the way you spell it, R Y L E Y, and 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 unique names, unique unique pronunciations, unique spellings are are uh, you know. I think uh, provide a great benefit for all of us with those uh, with those I've handles. Got, so uh, back to you, I've my friend.
3: A, yeah, a funny funny story for you. Uh, so, Go for it. you know, you've got me on here. I've got two other co-founders, Craig Paul and Davey Lee. So his name is Davey. And funny story behind that is at birth, his name was supposed to be David. It was actually a spelling error. And for the first, I think he says like eight to 10 years of his life, he was under the impression his name was David, but it's actually Davey. So <laughs> Riley doesn't seem so bad with the Y after
0: no it doesn't and as i say it's a cool uh, a cool sure. spelling i love it so so let's uh, let's kind of dive into the questions we um, this is this is a friday afternoon yeah. we're talking today and uh, it's awesome to end the day with energy like this so what is it that, uh, that that made you and your team interested in starting up town folio in the first place i mean that's a, that's kind of a that's. i got to tell you that's a, it sounds I hope you stake it the right way. Really boring. Actually, with regards to data, I mean, what gets you Sorry, go ahead. um, And government. I mean, you don't seem like that personality.
3: (laughs) People ask that question all the time, and uh, the, the quick answer is uh, that's exactly why we love it because traditionally it's an overlooked space. Like who would want to sell it to government? Ah. Uh, it'd take forever to make a decision, but you know, here's the reality is gov tech is, is kind of becoming a thing and, um, you know, they don't have huge budgets, but they pay their bills and, uh, we yes. focus on the, the smaller municipalities because they're especially the ones that get overlooked. So, um, the idea for Townfolio, though, I mean, it originally came from my business partner working in international site selection. It sounds like a really glorious job. He tried. He was. His role was to help European companies expand into Canada, and he had f- problems finding that data on municipalities. So, let me spin this as a question to you, Rivers.
4: No oh, no, somebody's gonna interview me. <laughs>
0: have, like yes, sir, go for it.
3: You know, when they call me like, and yeah. they ask you some <laughs> questions. <laughs> yeah. So let's use Love Saskatchewan it. as an example and let's leave out Saskatoon okay. and Regina. Can you name some small towns here?
0: Um where were the two you left out? Saskatoon and Regina. <laughs> Saskatoon and Regina. Um, um, uh, oh, crap. That's what man. I'm hoping
3: you're uh, going to say. And, and
0: yeah, I'm embarrassed, but the answer. No, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Medicine Hat. Alberta, but close. Yeah, it's, it's close ah, to the shit. Border. So, But that's <laughs> okay. the
3: reality. Uh, you know, Davey likes to say people outside of Canada, they think of Toronto and Vancouver and hockey and, and Justin Bieber. They're not thinking um. of. Saskatoon, Fredericton, let alone all the small towns that are out there. Hence, you know, kind of that inspiration for Townfolio. And we started talking to these municipalities. They've got tight budgets. They can't properly manage their data uh, and promote their Mm. communities. From a more macro level, lots of these Canadian communities are faced with challenges. Baby boomers are retiring. Millennials are urbanizing. We've spoken with hundreds and hundreds of them to learn their unique challenges from talking to them, and we want to help them out. And I actually saw this from a completely different point of view. I grew up in a small town. I realized there's opportunities being missed in these communities, and they're searching for businesses and entrepreneurs. So we built this cool feature where municipalities can share specific local opportunities that only locals would know about, and you can search for them on Townfolio. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, you know, it's and 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 I, you know, I joke with you about um, about the dryness of it and so on, but you know, when you add the need on top of it, that's where the emotion starts to come into play for what it is that you're yeah. offering. And, so that is uh, good for you guys,
3: but when you put mm. data into a chart, all of a sudden people Start to take notice for whatever reason. So um, mm, mm. Th- that's where the data visualization kind of can make that at least a little bit sexier than it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's uh, it sounds like as I say you're 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 creating a you've you've offered an opportunity to satisfy a very critical need uh, for municipalities, but also the customers that they serve. So uh, so that's cool. But let's talk about before your time with Townfolio. Yeah, you know, dive a little uh, a little back in time. What were your career goals, and what what caused that shift to entrepreneurship? Because before Townfolio, there was uh, you know you're working with with tons of entrepreneurs and small businesses. Yeah,
3: and, I mean, the reason I was kind of in that space was that, you know, I, I figured, you know, if I can't be in my own business, could there be a better way, a better job than, than helping entrepreneurs, helping build your province mm. in Canada? Um, so that was part of the background. But uh, for me, I'd say... Uh, Entrepreneurship—it—it it runs in my blood. Uh, my grandpa's, my dad—they're all entrepreneurs. They're you know traditional Saskatchewan businesses, farming, oil and gas, and they don't call themselves entrepreneurs. They've just carved out their own path. So, um, right, right. From being a little kid, I was just in this environment, and I and trade hockey cards in the bus. And I joined eBay with my mom's credit card to get on there. And, uh, I used to sit in my dad's office and play on his, uh, windows 95 with the dial up interwebs and, uh, kill some time. You remember Minesweeper?
0: Yeah, I sure do. I sure do. I mean, I'm not a gamer, but I totally remember Minesweeper. So I think, I think that's where
3: I always had a curiosity in tech and, um, you know, I, in high school, I really couldn't think past Friday night as most of those high school kids can't. And I I had no plans to go to university, but I I had some random jobs after school and I decided I'm going to go to business school. And while I was there, I was like, I I just want to do my own thing. So, uh, I think I, you know, I, I consider it entrepreneurship running my blood and it's, it's a blessing and it's a curse. And I'm sure you can relate Mm. to that. Right.
0: I can yeah absolutely I can relate to that. Yep, it's, absolutely.
3: It's um the way I look at it is it's a blessing that you have this kind of outside the box mindset but you know to just put your head down and go to work and go to your job it just it doesn't fit for all people unfortunately.
0: No. No, it sure doesn't. Um and uh you know I uh, I I think the fact is, is that you say it's a curse and a blessing uh, is is bang on. But here's what I can guarantee everybody that's playing in that entrepreneurial space. If you keep playing in it, you're going to arrive at the end of your life journey and say, whoa, was that ever freaking amazing? Yeah, sure. You will not arrive at the end and say, Oh, that was boring. <laughs> Not at all. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. So let's let's kind of uh, tap into you know your obstacles you've faced as an entrepreneur, and and you know I, what what I love about this question is actually how consistent some of the answers are across the board. And for our audience that ta- we're uh, talking to you now, I think you want to take note of that because it's very important that that uh, obviously consistent lessons are happening through everybody as an entrepreneur. So let's see if you, what you what you're saying is, uh, is consistent okay.
3: or maybe it's something different. I'm not sure. Okay. I, um, I, let's see, I've, I've kind of been down this path and in being involved in a couple different startups, but this time in particular, uh, and there's, you know, there's so many obstacles obviously, but, uh, money and stress are, are usually are, are the two main mm. culprits that I would, pinpoint as um the main obstacles uh maintaining friendships and relationships uh like managing free time uh probably another one like wondering are you crazy for uh ditching secure (laughs) employment uh that's something that else would jump out uh what do most people say
0: yeah, well, it, it, it does talk about the craziness. People say, uh, you know, uh, um, the 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 sense of, um, you know, I had family with me along the way and I had all this responsibility associated with it. Um, I didn't do enough time. Uh, you know, I didn't network enough. I was too much focused in on the product side, the development side. I didn't really talk to customers uh, soon enough. Um, yeah, just those, those types of consistent messages are, uh, I assumed I knew more than what I actually did know. And, and I wouldn't, you know, ultimately what, 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 what that's a result of is the obstacles that they've come along the way. But here's one thing that I have, I have told what's very interesting is it's rarely the obstacle is the lack of funding is the, has been the major obstacle. It's been an obstacle, but it hasn't been a consistent theme. It's been other things along yeah, the way.
3: So uh, to build on that, I would say, I, you know, our philosophy at Townfolio was, I mean, we, we had day jobs that we stuck to that while well, we built this as an idea and, and we're all in, but yep. we said, yeah, yeah, we can go and chase competitions and and uh, and money, but why don't we uh, build a product and we just spend time interviewing customers, learning their pain points, building the product You're that right. they wanted to buy. And we said, let's spend that time instead, just selling and selling. And uh, the philosophy <laughs> is has worked so far. Um,
0: I, oh, I would also
3: kind of say in regards to the, the money situation, you know, especially as it's great to start a business when you're young because you have less responsibility these, you, you yep. can have the family. But uh, I like to say you're, you're best to set yourself up for what I like to call be prepared for financial fasting. You need to have a really <laughs> low personal burn rate. And, you know, for yeah. my fiance and I, when I quit my job and made the leap, we sold our second vehicle. I bought a bike to get to work or to for <laughs> office. Nice, We canceled our travel plans. We rented a cheap place. We even uh, I somehow convinced her to delay uh, the wedding. So uh, <laughs> it'll, it'll probably come back to like <laughs> the day, but. Um,
0: yeah, and- no, it won't you know? It won't but it may be referenced every now and then. But I don't think it'd be a real bite. Particularly if uh, you keep up your success, then it's a good reason <laughs> to, uh, to postpone the wedding. You know, one of the one of the actually and just reflecting a little bit more about uh, about what one of our guests said that when he started his business, he wished he had regarded it more as a project than as a business because a project. You know, you can end if it's not working. With a business, there's an expectation that you're going to continue it along, and that adds additional stress to it. And uh, I just thought it was an interesting perspective about uh, you know people that are in that startup space because you don't know if it's going to you know where it's going to take you, let alone if it's going to be successful. And so, uh, so I appreciate that extra it's dive. A, it's that such a good point about.
3: that you say, Rivers. I mean, it's uh, we find that you have to kind of walk the fine line of you know, that whole lean startup philosophy and really it's kind of almost anti-academic where it's just failing and learning and feedback loops, but there does come to a point where, you know, you you get a product market fit you really start growing and not that you need to act like a big business but you need some systems in place um you know you can't you can't run too too lean and by the seat of your pants you, you do need some systems in place for when you start to hit that growth curve so
0: ladies and gentlemen it's the time where we need to take a very quick break but we will be right back with more from our
4: amazing
0: guests stay tuned
4: Get paid faster. Create and send professional email invoices in minutes with PayPal. Join over 250,000 Canadian businesses using PayPal to accept payments. Get started today at www.paypal.ca forward slash smallbusiness.
1: Canadian-born business One by Sun creates and sells a unique collection of printed yoga mats, tote bags, pouches, and prints from original hand-painted designs to customers across Canada, the United States, and Australia. When their products are out for delivery, it's important for their customers to have total visibility to ensure their packages are delivered on time, no matter where their customer is located. UPS Canada helps customers track their shipments 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, while co-owners Evangelina and Jamal can focus on growing their business. Join the UPS Small Business Program to get support on your unique supply chain needs. Plus save 40% off shipping. Visit UPS.com forward slash my business.
0: Thank you to our sponsors. And we are back. Riley, can you uh you, you mentioned you have two other co-founders yeah. with you? Okay. Can you can you talk to us about how you designed that that executive team, that ownership team at from the very beginning? What went, went through what what went through you know, why you three and how did you ultimately structure that team when you were going forward? Such a good question. Um, and not on the script either, by Yeah, the way. no, for sure. It's all good. <laughs> um,
3: so I've been in a – couple other businesses before and and learned that uh, the partners, the people that you're in business with can absolutely make or break the success. Uh, You're spending 12 hours a day with them. They better be a good fit personality wise, goal wise, that kind of thing. So Davey has the luxury of kind of sitting back and he had previously worked with both of us. So he kind of knew where where our strengths and weaknesses were. And, uh, I mean, this is something I recommend, but we, we sat down at this coffee shop, we interrogated each other on, Oh, you know, what yeah, <laughs> did like, you, are you bankrupt? Uh, are you some kind of criminal? <laughs> uh, yep, what, like, yep. I mean, you know, whatever kind of questions, but, um, we, Davey or, or Craig like to joke that we're a $500 startup. Cause I, I'm kind of the crazy idea Business mind, Davies. This uh, I like to call him this unicorn of he uh, understands tech. He can design, but he can also talk to people. And Craig, we call him the caveman coder because he's a very good. Uh,
4: <laughs> he's a very good programmer,
3: and he prefers a dimly lit room and uh, doing his thing.
0: So, uh, who's the wild one? The wild one. Well, do you have a wild one on How your team? So? the one that's the, the creative side, oh, the well, one that's he, the other guys seem very structured. Are you the creative one that says, let's go yeah, do this? And I
3: mean, this goes back to, I wish, uh, you know, the, the entrepreneur saying, I wish I would have gotten more feedback from my customers. I mean, I took this, you know, Davey pitched me this idea. I put my own spin on it. I was like, Oh, let's go. Let's build this. Let's try and sell it. And, Uh, So yeah, I'd probably be the crazy idea type, but he, I credit him for saying, no, 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 we're going to follow, you know, more of a lean startup method. Let's get feedback. Let's actually see if people would want to buy this before we, yeah,
0: Yeah, before they want to date you. Exactly.
3: And I mean, it's, uh, you need, you need all those types in a business and, uh, it's a classic thing. I, I've always seen working with entrepreneurs or in universities, you have those uh, arrogant uh, commerce students who believe we're just going to hire everyone, which is not true because you don't have any money. And then you also, have-
0: you know, I was a commerce, I was a commerce student.
3: So, by the way. I. so that's why I'm, I'm saying <laughs> okay.
0: that. Okay, so, so we're, we're allowed out, to say it. Okay, and gotcha. now we can
3: beat the engineers because the engineers are, yes. I think, they're worse. <laughs> they, they, are, you know, extremely good at at building something. Uh, But, you know, most of them don't have the ability to sell it unless you're, you know, Elon Musk or whatever. So uh, all types need each other. And it's a very particular thing building that team as you can probably uh, as you as you can vouch for.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is very important and I, I mean I I've all I always I always am interested in the answer to that question because to me it's a critical critical piece as you alluded to and I'm so it's so awesome that the interrogation went through because as you say you're gonna spend a lot of time with these people there's gonna be expect expectations from them and uh, you gotta you're going to war with each other ultimately and so you got to have that comfort level and, and and you that's why I ask about who's the creative type because but you also have to have unique talents to complement each other and and it sure sounds like you've uh, put that that and you have to have
3: you know when you have the creative side um, well david and i have a rule of thumb where he's not allowed to uh, release anything in text without my approval and i'm most definitely not allowed to design anything like a marketing brochure so uh, (laughs) we have a common understanding with each other on who's creative in what ways and uh it's you know being (laughs) able to share critical feedback with each other so
0: yeah, that's so awesome. So talk to me about you and um, um, and what do you do? you know you 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 obviously are invested in your company and that journey. Um, can you kind of take us through a day in your life with your role uh, as a co-founder, but also uh, your role as 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 uh, as you? It's Riley. Yeah. Um, so I like to say about
3: entrepreneurship, uh, you know, when people see on the outside, they think it's so glorious. Uh, you know, friends. Um, <laughs> and it, how does this, like the saying is, may your life be as good as it appears to be on social media. Uh, and I... I,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I never have I heard that. Great, that's,
3: that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I'm not a big fan of social media uh, personally, I, th- I think there's better ways to spend your time. But in terms of business, yeah. I think it's re- it's really good. But the truth is, my day-to-day, I think it's 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 pretty boring. <laughs> it's not that glorious, yeah. and I, uh, I get up. I head to our office.
0: Well, it's boring you may think it's boring, but I think other people might think it's maybe. quite interesting. Yeah,
3: maybe. Uh, yeah. here, I'll tell you I'll tell you the intriguing part first and then I'll tell you the okay, boring boring cool. side. This is the side okay. that you know we share on social media. People want to follow along with the journey. Is uh, there's a pretty cool perk to uh town folio. we Our number one avenue for promoting our software is going to conferences all over the country. Um, So, for the better part of this year, uh, when I'm not in the office grinding away, uh, either myself or my partner and I will be traveling across the country uh, to these conferences and don't get a lot of downtime. But, you know, I just had a chance to spend two weeks out in Toronto, an amazing city, and I'm getting to see all these amazing spots that I've just never seen. Uh, before. So that's a cool part of the job. Sure. But, yep. You know, the day to day grind, we go to the office for probably uh, eight to 10 hours. Uh, we might do new meetings, emails, working on our product. We're, we're in a pretty solid growth mode and it's, it's just pushing it forward. The days are really a blur. Like I, today's Friday. I can't, I can't remember Monday. And we're in that weird stage where we're still, still as founders we are still working in and trying to work on the business. So, um, you know, funny thing. Some days, uh, my, my partner, he likes to wear sweats to work. <laughs> some days we're in, yes. suits. It, it really depends. And, um, I get home. Um, I do try to force myself to get, you know, a little bit of exercise and make some food. And then I'll probably, uh, as you can respect, you know, evenings and weekends are basically the time that people aren't trying to get in touch with you. And, and that's kind of Mm -hmm. a quiet time that you can actually get some stuff done and outside of work, um, or, you know, when I'm trying to shut down the day I've, trying to force myself to get into more of a, uh, meditation habit. So a, a quick meditation to try cool. and let go of the day. Uh, nice. I do, you know, I, if I'm left to my own devices, I'll probably just work, but I do try to disconnect and have a little bit of fun on the weekends. Um, that's yeah, that's kind of a day in my world. Nothing, nothing glorious.
0: Well, you know what's interesting, Riley, is that there's been a, a real increased um, conversation around this whole, uh, whole um, arena, if I could call it that, of, of meditation. I'm I'm very impressed, intrigued. I've been reading a lot more about about uh, the the power of meditation as a way to to soothe the soul, if I could put it that way, and uh, and zone out. And so it's it's very interesting that 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 has become part of, uh, of of who you are and I, I want to tip into uh, something uh, another challenge another obstacle another journey you've been on and that's um, your diagnosis with stage three blood cancer yeah. and and I want and I want to know if, if if one if meditation became more prevalent because of your experience with that but you know critical illness can can be devastating for any entrepreneurs business I, I've had deep depression a couple oh, of times since and and, and, I, and I don't say it compares to what you went through but I understand about having something from a health perspective impact your business. But your business survived and it's thriving. Can you can you give us some strategies that you use to maintain your business while really going through a, a, a tough time uh, yeah. from, a, from a personal health perspective?
3: And so, I mean, we've all we've all got our own battle to fight and uh you know uh-huh. you never know what the the other person's going through um in regards to meditation you're you are correct i would i have I've been on and off for, for quite a while. Uh, family members, you know, I've always kind of talked about it. Uh, my mother in particular, but something, uh, that really got me into it is I'm a huge fan of, uh, the Tim Ferriss podcast. And he always right. asks, or he, he kind of did a study on all his guests and found that you know, he's talking to some pretty high performing people and across the board, that was one of the things that they did the most. And I, Was it? And I thought if they have time and and they prioritize it, it's not just some kind of woo woo thing. There's, there's something Mm. to be said. And, and I found, yeah, it's been great, but, uh, did you just, did you just say woo I didn't woo want to thing? say, okay, hippie, you know, whatever, <laughs> however you want to call it. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. It's a big, 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 big.
0: We have fun, exactly. man. We have fun. I just love it. Yeah, it's all good. So I'm sorry. Get back to your so, journey. So what, what strategies, meditation and. Uh, well, I'll, um, I'll kind of,
3: um, I usually just, I don't flat out tell people about the cancer because it really just changes most conversations, but, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll tell you a quick background on, on my story and my journey so far. Uh, I was driving down the highway one day, uh, I felt this golf ball sized tumor in, in my trap area. Um, I didn't I didn't know uh, what it was at the time is and it was a enlarged lymph node. Uh, and then right. eight months, it took eight months and probably a million tests later, they diagnosed me with follicular non-Hodgkins lymphoma. It's a multiple. Okay. Um, so I had the CT scan. It found another tumor. It was actually about five centimeters. Meters in my stomach, and there's a couple other notable spots. Um, so it's not exactly news you want to hear. Um, no, of course not. On the good side, and, and this was uh, July 2015. Um, the good news is that the conventional treatment uh, was not necessarily needed uh, upon my diagnosis. And this is where it goes back to the, uh, and I'm not going to dig into this because I'm not a doctor. But everybody has their own philosophies, and um, anyways, so we and by me i we i mean my my personal team helping me my fiance my parents uh, some close trusted health advisors i took yeah again team exactly. right
0: so, i'm sorry to keep interrupting, but that's exactly team you team, team. In,
3: it doesn't matter if it was in your situation rivers or or whatever the you know you name the health scenario you do need a team approach you can't can't tackle this one on your own so um we took what I would call a very, very entrepreneurial approach and say, how do we, how do we hack this disease? And you know, I wasn't unhealthy according to normal standards, but I drastically changed some of my approaches to life, uh, most notably my diet, and I've seen some pretty dramatic uh, positive results. And again, I'm, I'm, not, I don't want to dig too deep into uh into things because everybody has their own philosophy on on how you deal with cancer but um i really only missed about two weeks of work town folio was at that time a, a side business we were just about to generate revenue and we were so close to launching and there's absolutely no yes. way we were going to let anything stop that we had just spent so much you know, countless hours trying to build this. And I really credit my business partners. They were very understanding. They supported me. I particularly uh, credit Davey. He just kind of, you know, as I said, he has technical and business skills. He just kind of took over and said, hey, do what you got to do. And and I'll look after this. So um, that was kind of how things progressed in dealing with cancer on the fly as I um, as we were trying to build out Townfolio.
0: And you just grabbed onto it. You didn't let it defeat you. You regarded it as uh, as a challenge in your life, just like I'm sure you bra- embrace other challenges in your business life and your personal life. It it, uh, it just became something you had to deal with, and you, you dove in. You dealt with it without stopping yes. along the way. I man, that's a, that's a big high five. Congratulations on that. That's very very oh, cool. It, something so
3: sorry what, to cut sorry. in. I would say something that I'm very cognizant of is, I mean, I don't I don't by any means believe that. I am in the clear. You you live each day. Yes. You'll live each day one day at a time. So
0: yeah, that's a very interesting point, too. You know, I've uh, just a couple of um, uh, little segues on that. My A friend of mine, you know, he quit drinking when he was uh, 21. He's now 60, and he still considers himself to ha- be an alcoholic. So he has to deal with monitoring himself that way. Same thing with me with the depression. I accept it as part of who I am, um, and I just have to monitor it. I have to control it. And And actually, interesting enough, and I don't know how you feel about this, I regard having depression. And I, again, you know, I've had a deep twice. It's probably one of the best things that ever happened to me because of the perspective that it gave to me and what's important in my life. Um, but also making sure I'm looking after myself. No, did, did you, are you in that yeah, same situation? You
3: said that, I mean, um, when I, um, I, 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 believe that it's, it's all about perspective. And I mean, my, my narrative from day one was, uh, there's most likely billions of people in this world who would gladly trade spots with me right now. I've really got nothing uh, to complain about. So, um, I, some people did initially, you know, tell me cancer can be a gift and I, I didn't I didn't quite understand it, uh, what that meant at the time. And, um, you know, you alluded to uh, uh, the alcohol uh, thing, and um, that was one of the things I had to change. I mean, socially, maybe on the odd weekend, I'd like to go out and... Have one more than I should, <laughs> and uh, it just yep. completely changed my philosophy uh, of of alcohol. And I, there's a you know a few times a year, you know maybe the odd wedding or whatever it may be that I'll maybe overindulge, but I've drastically changed it up, and I've just noticed a, a major difference. But, um, I mean, guess for the record, I would also say I I don't know that I would advocate to others. Uh, especially in the situation of cancer doing what I did but if i could you know provide some takeaways i'd say uh you got to it this stuff makes you reprioritize your life and mm-hmm. i had my initial meetings with uh my doctors and, and i'm not holding anything against them but they basically dealt me a death sentence and you know, they, they have their statistics and they, they kind of want to give you a, a timeline on your life. And I, I actually talked to another fellow entrepreneur. He carries this unbelievable story on beating cancer. And he also credits, he majorly credits, I'd say, his will to live as his reason for surviving. And I think point being is you can either let this situation own you or you can persevere and become a better person so that goes back to what you were saying of of, you know maybe this thing is a gift and you can use it uh, as motivation so um, for me you know six months after this diagnosis things were going really really good with my health I decided to quit my well-paying job with benefits <laughs> lost my life insurance I traded it for a risky startup but I I thought like seriously what do I have to lose at this point
0: it's uh, this is my dream job and I'm going to go after it so wow congratulations so so uh, you know what's next for you what's uh, what's next for you and and town folio <laughs> Yeah, and
3: I mean, I'm sure you carry the same mindset, Rivers. You probably always have a million ideas floating around your mind, but um, <laughs> I do. Yeah, <laughs> the you know the difference between succeeding and failing is you got to keep some kind of focus. But um, you know, we've we've looked at kind of growth plans and, um, actually funny story. I'm, I'm going on a vacation and I can't remember when the last one was, but it's sunny destination. I actually looked up a potential customer in the city we're staying in. So that it's might good be for our, you. Uh, yeah. you know, a business business holiday or whatever, classic entrepreneur thing, but I could, might be our first, uh, international client, but yeah, we, you know, we see the, the potential for town folio, um, to grow international. There's a, there's a need for this in other countries. And we've had some conversations around that, but, um, there's so much more room for us to grow in Canada. We've got some big ideas to build some really cool products here in Canada. And I think that's the immediate focus. Uh, and I mean, but of course, in the back of your mind is how do we expand this to be bigger all the time?
0: Yeah, yeah, very very awesome. I I think that's very cool. Um Riley, um I want to you're getting married at some point. I don't know when cuz you keep canceling the wedding, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, So uh, I don't know if you're going to have children or not along your journey, and that's not for me to uh, say you should or you shouldn't, but let's presume you do have a child along your journey. Um, What's the, you're allowed to say one piece of advice to your child about the key to success and being an entrepreneur, and you can never give them any advice again for the rest of their life on that arena. What's that piece of advice going to be? A question to
3: ask on a Friday afternoon. Uh, you know what? I think I
0: do. I do have an answer. Um, I'm, I know you do. I know seriously,
3: you do. You, you know, I I like to ramble on with things, um, but I I would say hmm, I would if I had to just give
0: one piece and that, that, that's almost impossible, but uh, yeah, I know that. I, and, and here, by the way, I can't follow you around every day, so I can't hold you from giving two pieces no, of advice, but go it's, ahead. It, it could
3: be like two lumped into one, but let's just go with it. I'd yeah, say, yeah, I uh, just say, don't assume that you have it all figured out. I really promise uh, that you don't um, no matter what kind of stage you're in. Having a mentor you can trust is unbelievably key. So, you know, right now for me, with those uh, entrepreneurs in my family, I really rely on uh, my dad or uh, an uncle of mine. uh, They're trusted advisors to me. And uh, the the key takeaway here, though, is uh, if you really get out there and meet people and you actually shut up and listen to those that have (laughs) been there and done that, you're going to learn a lot. So I say, that the most underrated people skill in my opinion it's listening and if right, you just right. take some time to actually listen you'll be amazed at, at what you can learn
0: yeah you know i what I, uh, I you've caused me to add another piece to that <laughs> and, <laughs> and i can tell i can hang out with you for a long time I told just because you, I of the way your name that you think I was like this
3: is a guy that i just want to chat with
0: Yeah. And it's a great chat. Um, But one of the things that you referenced there was there's other people that have had experience and you, you know, shut up. I love that. And listen. You know, I was at church the other day, and the uh, the preacher was actually saying exactly like you did for the reference point of young listening to older people. I don't like to call people old. I like to call them older. Yeah. But he also then twisted it, and he says, and vice versa, by the way. Older people should do the exact same thing to younger people. Listen to them because of their insights, because of the youth today are different than the youth of your world. And how if we just all just sat around and listened to what is being said, uh, how much more knowledgeable we would become uh, You know, both ways. So so I just wanted to add that a little bit more to That's what you said. A, such a good point. But, uh,
3: it's, uh, I had this university prof. And she said, we're all, we're all the stars of our own show and it's, it really is Mm. the truth. But if you, if you do just, yeah, sit back and and listen, um, again, that's one piece. That's a, uh, that's a tough question.
0: Yes. Yeah, it is a tough question, but but it's but it's and it's and it's it's really interesting. Of course, people struggle with it a bit because they're thinking, "I'm only going to be allowed one time." Well, it's it's hypothetical, Absolutely. right? It's, it's yeah. So, my friend, um, I can't tell you what a joy it's been to have this conversation with you, and uh, uh, further a, a brother of, from the Maritimes to a brother in uh, in the Prairies. Um, just thank you so much for your time today. Keep doing your magic, and if I can ever help you in any way on your journey, feel free to reach out because it'd be my privilege to uh, to, to do that. So uh, keep on happening, yeah, absolutely. man.
3: absolutely. Um, I'm hoping to make it out your way uh, sometime this year. So it'd be great to meet you in cool. person. I'm, a, I'm also a huge fan of, of what you do uh, and Startup Thank Canada you. does with this podcast. It goes back to the thing that we were just talking about is... You know, podcasts are an unbelievable vehicle for learning. You, you know, I've put mm. down books half the time because you you can just I can just sit there I'm traveling or walking, whatever I'm doing, and I can soak this in and uh, listening to stories of other entrepreneurs. It also goes back to that, uh, you know, pain points of being an entrepreneur. It can might confirm that you're not insane when they share the same problems or speak through this advice and you're just sitting there listening. You can't talk to
0: them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. And and, when, and the other piece of advice I took from here today is the Tim Ferriss um, podcast. You recommend that one?
3: Yeah, I get beat a lot by my close friends because they believe that I'm well uh, fairly obsessed with his podcast. And uh, but there's a lot of. Great entrepreneurs uh on there as well and and it's not just about the business advice it's because you have to have a solid foundation you know for your life to be able to run a business or, or be an entrepreneur or whatever hold the job so there's great life advice on there too so
0: yeah cool stuff my man have a great day likewise and uh we'll uh, we'll keep following you you keep following Absolutely. us thanks again Thank you for joining us this week on the Startup Canada podcast, a show dedicated to unlocking the entrepreneurial potential of every entrepreneur with access to inspiring stories and tangible lessons to help you run your business. Want access to more awesome entrepreneur content? Visit startupcan.ca for the latest startup community news and upcoming events like our popular hashtag startup chats and hashtag startup school, which you can catch every Monday, Wednesday, and friday at 12 p.m eastern till next week i'm rivers corbett leaving you with a sneak peek of next week's episode
4: hi this is mitch cobb co-founder and ceo of upstreet craft brewery you're listening to the startup canada podcast
0: you tried starting up two other businesses before Upstreet, and those were not as successful. And again, that's just to write a rite of passage amongst all our entrepreneurs. Can you tell us what lessons did you learn from? Uh, you know, I, I I I'd like to call them passages in time versus failures or defeats.
4: Oh man, I, I learned so much. Uh, I mean, I learned everything. You know, uh, be- before starting uh, my or trying to start my first business, I really knew. I knew nothing about business. Um, you know, I mean, one of the biggest things I learned uh, with my first business was, it was you know, timing. Timing is everything, um, you know. It was, um, my first business was basically trying to open up an online English school. And it's a bit of a bit of a story. My wife and I were traveling with her three-year-old daughter uh, through Asia, and uh, we happened upon uh, an island in, in the Philippines called Warakai, where a friend of mine was teaching English. And so, you know, Uh, We got chatting while we were there uh, about the opportunity to start this online English school. Uh, You know, the Philippines, uh, you know have a strong kind of English language uh, culture and they have a big kind of call center industry. And, and so a lot of Koreans go to the Philippines to study English and, and go back. And this was sort of a starting uh, industry down there. And so, you know, we had some some great chats and, and we decided that we were going to stay there and try and make a go of this. And we spent a couple of months there kind of sourcing it all out. And we met a couple of local guys who had some experience with this and they were helping us. And we soon realized that we weren't going to be able to do this from this beautiful tropical paradise in Boracay. That we were going to have to move into Manila, uh, which is a bit of a different uh, place, and so, you know, we we went there and, and we were at a point where we were, you know, we were going to pull the trigger, we were going to do it, we were about to sign a lease on an apartment, and, and we were going to go for it, and you know, we had this chat like, is this is this really the right time for us uh, to do this? You know, is this really where we want our three-year-old daughter uh, to grow up in, in Manila? Um, and so we decided, you know, it's it's not it's not the right time for us, and, and we pulled the plug then.